Koreatown. Meet me outside is what I heard under the loud music of K-pop blaring in my ear. On this particular night, I found myself in a bar on Wilshire Boulevard, located on the second floor of a pedestrian shopping center, a mundane mom-and-pop's retail zone at day, a neon-lit heat zone of hedonistic pleasures at night. Welcome to Koreatown. Earlier that evening, I was asked to roll out to the city with my boys, PD and the crew. PD always knew the spots. He was a natural charismatic fellow who had a way with the ladies and knew how to command men. A night out in K-Town with PD meant I was in safe hands. And so here we were, an array of shot glasses on our table as we flirted with the pretty waitresses garbed in Catholic schoolgirl uniforms. As we held the closest waitress, I noticed the moment she turned her head towards us it was lovely Catherine, and her bodacious body in full asunder, making her way towards me. I didn't know if I should panic or play cool. You see, months before, Catherine and I had an incident involving us hanging out, but things didn't pan out exactly as planned. She and I shared a flirtatious relationship over text and email. She was constantly beguiling me with her sly wit that I was batting away. It was a game of fox and hound, except there were times I couldn't tell who was who. One night, Catherine called me wanting to come over. Twenty minutes would pass when I received a frantic phone call, and it was her voice on the other line, wailing as if having a nervous breakdown. Apparently, Catherine was on the 101 and was sideswiped. Her car was damaged and she in turn experienced whiplash. She sounded erratic, and I had to calm her down and instructed her to drive slowly to my place. It was in the middle of the night, and what was she to do? Thirty minutes would pass, and Catherine finally buzzed my intercom. She came to my apartment. She looked rattled. I poured her a glass of Grey Goose over rocks and we shared a quiet moment to calm her nerves. Her speech slurred, she told me her car was in decent shape. It was clear she was drinking tonight. I pulled out my pack of parliaments and handed her a stick and lit it with my zippo. We shared the smoke and listened to the night air. She began to sit still and seemed content, at ease. It was late and I had a flight to catch the next morning to San Francisco. I made her a bed on my couch as I headed to my room and nuzzled onto my pillow, drifting into sleep. It was in the middle of the night when I heard my door open. I could see a dark silhouette of Catherine standing in my doorway. I whispered her name, to which she did not respond. She walked gently towards me like a cat ready for the pounce as I lay still unsure of what to do next. As Catherine drew closer, I noticed she was stark naked. I could make out her sensual torso, that toned flesh, her full breasts. She slid next to me inside the covers. Her body was cold and mine was warm. She hugged onto me like a koala bear. I hugged her as if I were protecting her from all the qualms and destruction of the world. She breathed quietly and gently, and I remember her hands being dry as a desert, yet her body felt good against mine. We drifted off to sleep, unified as one flesh. We awoke next morning and I walked her to her car. The damage was not nearly as severe as I imagined, and Catherine looked rested and in better spirits. I gave her a warm hug and we parted ways. I hadn't seen Catherine until tonight, and here she was in her Catholic schoolgirl outfit, tight crop top, plaid skirt, serving cocktails. She bummed a smoke and we made small talk. We couldn't converse for long because she had to continue her shift. I told her I would be at the bar for a while longer, but eventually I was calling it a night. She beckoned for me to wait, to which I relented. It was close to 2 a.m. as I walked Catherine out of the bar. She was still in her cocktail dress as she led me across the street to yet another shopping center. The plaza looked dead, yet she pursued forward and I followed suit. The establishment seemed closed, but after a few knocks, 
a man's hand appeared and opened the door discreetly. He kindly bowed to us both and ushered us in. Upon entrance, it was neon lights galore. K-pop music was echoing down the halls. Catherine brought me to an after-hours noted bunk spot. We ended up booking the biggest room since all rooms were taken. The room had 20 chairs, four large flat screens, and a long banquet table. Catherine promptly ordered bottles of soju and snacks. She then dialed the remote and queued up a bevy of Korean pop songs. Grabbing the microphone, she sat me down against the wall and sang and danced seductively while a large disco ball loomed before us, rotating its kaleidoscope of colors against my body. Drinks were poured, microphones were tossed back and forth, and by night's end we had shaken off our shoes and we were dancing in our socks, loud, jubilant, and celebratory. Catherine walked towards me with two shot glasses, asking me to take shots of our arms intertwined, as if from a scene from Kobadis, triumphant in conquest. She pecked my cheek and then kissed me deeply, her luscious lips, that adventurous tongue. She curried her body towards me, but would gradually recoil at the very last minute. She would play this game continuously until I finally became too frustrated and decided to smoke my cigarettes instead, observing her sing her heart out. Catherine could really hit those notes. She seemed free and happy. This large cavernous room that magically transported us to our Shangri-La. It belonged to us in that very moment. It was our kingdom of joyous wanton expression. I was hers and she was mine. And soon time was up. Our two hours had passed as dawn beckoned. We stepped outside. We were drunk yet oddly awake, feeling ever-present. We sat and smoked the rest of my cigarettes. I looked at Catherine and wondered if tonight was any other night in her routine life. Or perhaps she too had felt an honest exchange of two people merely passing through. She looked buoyant and young, mischievous and fearless. I admired that. We then hugged and bid each other farewell. This would be the last time I saw Catherine. Boom, you saw me standing Without a dream in my heart Without a love of my own Blue You knew just what I was there Woo!